Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. So before we get into this episode, I got a question for you. How often do you ask yourself, where the hell is my money going? Okay, look, a lot of us, that runs in a constant loop in our mind. And it's time to take your first step towards financial empowerment. So I wanted to give you a free resource that is going to help you do just that. I wanna give you Assess Your Situation, which is the first module in my course, as well as your guide to figuring out where the fuck your money is actually going. Sorry if you have kids in the car. So this is gonna be a free guide that I've created to help you break the loops, providing you with tools to assess your current financial situation. You don't even have to break out the calculator and to help you gain awareness about what you actually need to start making those money moves where it truly matters. So go ahead and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the show notes and snag it. The link is down there um, and enjoy this episode. Let me know how assessing your situation goes. Thanks friends. You're listening to Backroom Beauty Talks, a real, raw, and unedited podcast for hairstylists. Here, we dive deep into topics that go far beyond the chair. I'm your host, Misty Jane, and I'm a money coach for stylists who want more out of their lives. I help you enhance your mindset around money, get out of debt, and create a life of peace. I'm on a mission to normalize the wealthy stylist while creating a safe space to be perfectly imperfect. Want to join me? You're in the right place. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to Backroom Beauty Talks. So I get a question very often um, from the one-on-one clients that I coach, and I was thinking about it a little bit today, and I kind of wanted to to address it here on the podcast. So again, I work with one-on-one clients who are ready to get their financial shit together, not just in their business, but mainly in their personal life. I truly believe that how you manage your money at home bleeds into how you manage your money in your business. So when people hire me, they know that they're going to have to get uncomfortable looking at their numbers, looking at their finances, um, and make changes, but they don't exactly know the extent of it. And one of the questions that I get 95% of the time is, is it normal to cry? Okay. Almost every single one of my one-on-one clients have shed tears at some point in our calls. And I wanted to address this because I think this is something that, again, isn't talked about, the emotional side of money. We think of money as um, this thing that we need, this thing that either we love, we hate it, we feel like we need more of it, we feel like it's holding us back, all of these things. Um, But we don't realize how much it actually affects our lives and how we view so many aspects of our life. So for me personally, the first time I ever realized that money had an emotional attachment to it, I had just, my husband and I had just decided that we were going to get our financial shit together. And if you haven't heard my whole story, I definitely recommend going back um, to the episode that is how I got my financial shit together is the name of it um, to really get the whole whole entire story. But I wanted to kind of share this one with you because again, we're talking about the emotional side of it. So my husband and I decided that enough was enough. We had $48,000 in debt. 
We had, you know, car loans. Like I had like five credit cards. I mean, I love to, I still love to spend money, but I really love to spend money that I didn't have back then. But I always felt broke. Like we always felt like we could never have the long-term things that we wanted. You know, I talk a lot about my house, the nicer neighborhood that we wanted to live in. That just, that felt like such a big, large number that it just didn't feel tangible. So we never even tried, right? So we would like, you know, charge our card here and there for anything we wanted in the moment. And then a week later, we would be like, shit, I wish I had that money for this thing that is probably more important, right? So we were just sick of it. We were really, we were sick of our own bullshit. We realized that we were self-sabotaging ourselves, all of the things. So we decided, we said, you know what? We're going to cut up our credit cards and we're going to do the damn thing. We are going to get out of debt. We are going to create a spending plan. We are going to make this happen and we are going to learn how to take control of our money because at the end of the day, that's how we felt, right? We felt like we had no control over where our money was going. We felt like we had no control over how much money was coming in, which is very interesting because I was a a commission stylist at the time, Um, but every time I got a paycheck, it felt like a surprise which is also interesting um, because I was behind the chair at that point for, oh my gosh, like 13 years, like a long time, right? So it was really down to we were paying no attention, like zero. We weren't paying attention to how much money we were necessarily making. We weren't paying attention to where our money was going. We weren't paying attention to anything. It felt stressful. It felt hard. Why? Why would I look at that, right? Um, so again, enough was enough. We decided to make a change. So literally, I want to say five days prior or five days after we cut up our credit cards, um, I had already had plans with a friend, with friends, right? So I already knew that I was going to be going out with friends and I was going to be probably spending some kind of money. So my husband and I sat down and talked it wasn't in this, this is literally the first week we decided to do this, okay? So we were like, okay, if I'm going to go do this thing, it was like a walk at the oceanfront. And I, I knew that the conversation at the end of the walk was going to be, let's go get food. I just knew that, okay? So I told my husband, I said, I can do two things. I can just say no and go home, or I can go and have like coffee or something or like, you know, like not go and spend a bunch of money, have a bunch of drinks kind of thing. So I go down there, we do the walk, you know, I'm with my son in the stroller, all the things. Um, I say no, they, exactly what I thought was going to happen happens. They say, hey, who wants to go have lunch? I said, you know what? I'm actually going to go home. Um, This was great. Thank you so much for, you know, this was awesome hanging out, whatever. So I was so proud of myself. I was walking back to my car. Um, The oceanfront um, where I live is kind of like the tourist area, right? So there's, um, you know, you park on the street, you park where the meters are, or you park in a paid parking lot. There's no like free parking down there. And I'm walking back to my car and I'm really, really proud of myself. I'm like, I said no. Like this is like week one. I'm so disciplined. Look at me go. I'm so amazing. We're going to get out of debt so easy because I just made this one little tiny decision. You know, I was literally like beaming. I was so proud of myself. Walk up to my car and there was a parking ticket on my car. Now the parking ticket was $20. Like it was not this ridiculous amount. It was literally only $20. I saw that ticket 
and I was crushed, crushed. I got in the car and all the thoughts that were flooding in my head were, we're never going to be able to get out of debt. This is never going to work. This is a sign. This is a sign that I need to stop. This is a sign that we're just not destined to be good with our money. Like all of the things going through my head were negative and that this was a sign to not keep going and blah, blah, blah. You know, I call my husband bawling, crying, saying all of these things like bawling, like I was so proud of myself. And then I walked to the car and I have this $20 ticket and blah, blah. I mean, just a mess. And that was the moment that I realized that my financial decisions and money in general were affecting me emotionally. It was affecting me in a way that I didn't fully understand until now, right? Like now that I'm working with clients and I'm I'm really diving deep into realizing that money is so much more for people. A lot of times it can bring up past emotions from your childhood, right? Like there's a lot of people that I've talked to that have just seen their parents fight over money for so long. So now money just makes them anxious. It makes them feel mad. It makes them feel um, angry because that's what they saw around money growing up. And a lot of times you don't even realize that, you know. For me, I saw both sides. I saw scarcity and I saw overabundance. So I had a little bit of a mix of both of, you know, I never want it to run out, but also like I can spend it and get what I want if I, in my mind, spent it correctly, which at the time was that I could pay for the minimum credit card payments. <laughs> um, so realizing the emotion that is attached to money is a big part of the process. It's actually a huge reason why this week I'm actually going to a um, life coaching retreat to learn how to really embody being a life coach because um, even though I've been doing this work, I would like some more tips because it's not just about the money. It's not just about making budgets. It's not just about um, creating ways to get out of debt. It's not just about pinpointing your spending triggers. It's about so much more than that. It's about communication with your friends and family. It's about how money makes you feel It's about how not having it affects you and how having it affects you. I have more money now than I've ever had in my entire life, but the same stressors are still there. Why is that, right? Now I know how to combat them. Now I know how to deal with them. Now I know how to help others do the same. But having more money doesn't take the emotion away. It just makes the emotion a little bit harder because now you have more to lose. A lot of times we are so used to living in this scarcity mindset, in survival mode, but we don't need that anymore, right? We need to look at the numbers and this piece of paper that we call money that we put all this value on and we need to look at it and realize at the end of the day It is just facts. The numbers are just facts. The money itself, we put the value on that. I could hand my son $5 right now and he would think he's rich. You give me $5, I can barely barely have a coffee. So the value changes. The value changes as you grow. 
The value changes as you learn more. The value changes as you add more things to your life or take more things away. The emotions behind money is so intense and we don't even realize it. Why do we work our asses off, right? Why are we burnt out? Because we need the money. We feel like we need, the more, we need more money. We want more money. Why do we get scared when it comes to raising our prices? Because we feel like our clients can't afford it. Like we even have emotions for our clients' money. <laughs> I wanted to bring this up today because, again, clients always ask, is it normal to cry? It is. It's perfectly normal to cry. But I want you crying with me where we can work it out and we can find ways to figure out how to let those emotions go and use money to open up your life rather than to feel like it's the very thing that's stopping you from living the life that you want rather than you crying yourself to sleep because you can't feel like you can't afford the life that you want. It's uncomfortable. It's part of growth. Money management is self-care. This is another topic that keeps coming up in my in-person classes. Money management is self-care. Self-care sucks. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Self-care is not facials and massages. Self-care is drinking the right amount of water. It's money management. It's movement. It's getting off of Instagram. It's, it's clearing your mind. It's helping your mind, right? It's helping your body. It's doing the spiritual, physical, emotional things that bring more peace and value to your life. Money is such a huge part of that. So as a money coach and soon to be money coach slash life coach, I want to tell you that if you are ready for growth in a way that you cannot even imagine, then it's time. But you have to be ready. You have to be ready to get a little uncomfortable. You have to be ready to start doing things that your body is going to tell you, what the fuck are you doing? That your mind is going to say, shit, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. But you do it again and you do it again and you do it again. And eventually, it becomes your normal reality. Think about... Um, showering when you were a kid, right? My son's seven. He hates taking a shower. Hates it. Hates it, hates it, hates it. Literally a fight almost every night when it's time to clean himself. Now, this is something that he does not want to do. But as he gets older, it's going to be something he doesn't even think twice about. It's the same thing with any changes in your life, not just money. I mean, I can use this example for a million things. I remember when I first started doing hair. I didn't want a new client. Every time a new client would walk in, it was uncomfortable. I didn't like it. What if I do something wrong? What if I mess up their hair? What if I don't know how to greet them properly? Like whatever it is, it just did not feel good. But I kept doing it and I kept doing it. And now a new client can walk in. I don't even think twice. It's great. I love it. Oop, new client. Awesome. Something new. Woohoo. <laughs> so I want you to know that yes, it is normal to cry when you're doing this work. It's so normal. It's normal to speak out your emotions, figure out what's behind the money blocks, 
what's behind the spending triggers, what's behind the self-sabotage. Figuring out why you still feel the need to be in survival mode, even though survival mode is no longer required. So it's normal. And again, that's why coaches, shoot, therapists, all of the things. We're here for that reason. We're here to help you maneuver those emotions and put yourself in a place that feels good to you, that lives a life of alignment and value and, and peace. I mean, I use the word peace a lot, but, but like true peace. Like I'm the most peaceful sometimes just standing there hugging my kid, right? Not thinking about anything else. Not stressing over money, not worrying about work, nothing. Just being in the present moment. A lot of times all these emotions come up because we're either living in the past or we're worried about the future. So let's learn how to deal with what we have right now. Use the past as fact. Be excited about the future. And just take it one step at a time to heal our money blocks. To heal our emotional Uh, whatever you want to call them, our, our emotions in general. Let's find ways to do that and let's find ways to do that together. So I hope this was helpful. I want you to know that it is normal. Again, that day, that parking ticket, I almost quit. I did. I almost quit. I almost called all the credit card companies, asked them to send them back to me because I cut them all up, so I had to do something. I almost felt like I wasn't worth getting my financial shit together because of a $20 parking ticket. A $20 parking ticket almost completely stopped me from changing my life. So don't let the emotions make you feel like you're not meant to do that. Don't let the emotions make you feel like you're not meant for more. You deserve more. Your mind is trying to stop you because it's trying to keep you safe. It's bullshit. It's a lie. So let's step out of the comfort zone and let's find a way to live the life that you want. If you're ready to dive in, and I mean ready, like you know you want to change, you know that that you need assistance, accountability, the how-to's, then reach out, okay? I'll even put in the show notes. You can go ahead and book a call and let's see if one-on-one coaching is right for you. It's one of my absolute favorite, favorite things that I do because it's literally changing people's lives. And I'm not just talking about their bank accounts. It's changing how they maneuver in their life. It's changing how they communicate with their significant others, with their children. It's changing how they do business. Is changing how they communicate about their pricing and how they, f- they can look at their work differently. So I'm here. One-on-one coaching is available. And I would absolutely love to chat and see if it's right for you. So you can find it in the link in my bio on my Instagram at underscore Misty Jane underscore. Or you can find it in the show notes in this podcast. Or you can go to www.mistyjane.com. Basically everything's at Misty Jane. So again, I hope this is helpful. I hope this will motivate you to know that you're not alone 
And I want you to know that all those signs that your mind is telling you that you are not worthy enough to get your financial shit together, you're not smart enough to know how to do it, you're not a numbers person, all the bullshit things your mind is telling you, they are not true. If I can do it, you can do it too. And I'm here to support you in any way that I can. Talk to you on the next one. Once again, thank you so much for listening to Backroom Beauty Talks. If you like what you hear, screenshot this episode, post it on the gram, tag me at Misty Jane, or tag the podcast at Backroom Beauty Talks, and I will talk with you on the next one.